Man, I'm sore. Like, not like I just went and worked out sore. Like, I'm a little bit overweight, a little stressed out, and the barometer is killing my morale. Killing my morale. Um, I want to take a couple minutes tonight to talk about COVID because it was brought to my attention that maybe I need to enlighten some people on pandemics or just science, math, and some common sense. And that's really what this is. This isn't me telling you what to do. We already had a segment about the mask. And I hope that we can bring that up again with another friend. But this is just a thought. And that is that there is real math that is available to the public from the CDC. And there are two print screens that I took that I shared with some family members. And now that I've shown it to them, I kind of want to show it to you, but I can't. So I'll just describe it to you. Uh... In the United States, on April 25th, there was 34,000 new cases of COVID-19 that that hit the news cycle, okay? And if I look at a comparable of of May 25th, um, May 25th had around seven, what, 700 deaths? 600 deaths, sorry. 600 deaths is bad, right? But... If we look at the math with the graphs, it's important to understand that said person getting COVID has roughly two weeks after COVID to really have a recovery, right? That's what they say. You have to be self-quarantined because that's roughly how long it takes for it to dissipate. We're going to find out in the next two weeks how bad this spike really is 40,691 new cases on June 28th. That's yesterday for me. And Fair just has to say, let's think this through logically. If these numbers increase exponentially, these death rates, um, as of June 28th, yesterday, only 250 people died yet that rate is continually going up. That curve that we're seeing right now is on a downward trajectory for fatality. It's obviously gonna go up somewhat, but we're going to get a real indicator of how stable our medical care in this country is in the next two weeks, because that's how long it's gonna take. And the math just doesn't make sense. On May 6th, the peak of people who fatally died from COVID was 2,700. 2,700. That's so many people in one day. But if I were to look at these numbers and compare them to the common flu in 2008 and in 2017, years where the flu was well above 100,000, we're still somewhere in a sample size, folks, of the flu. Not saying it's the flu. I'm saying that the fatalities per capita per testing is relative. We are testing more people for COVID than we did the flu. And it's almost July. 
So over the next two weeks, I want everybody listening to this to look at the fatalities that are happening on a day-to-day basis, not the number. This is a division problem, right? You need to be divisible per capita by said number. 40,000 people, 255 deaths per day. You look at the trend, it's going to go up. How much is it going to go up? Is it comparable to that May 25th date? If it is, we're going to have a long road ahead of us. But if it's not, we'll be able to establish a baseline for how severe this flu really is because the sample size, folks, is well into November last year. But we only started testing in March. So from March to now, We are just going gangbusters on testing. We need to just wait and see. My friends in Arizona, I want you to know this. Here in PA, uh, it was bad. We had eight or nine weeks of what you guys are going through right now, but a little bit worse because um, I think you guys are still allowing businesses that we didn't allow to be open. I'm not sure. It's relatively similar, though. And it's a scary time right now. Um, So I wanted to just talk about the numbers real quick and say that right now there's an indication that the numbers are going to go up and that people need to be prepared for that. But I'm not concerned yet. We'll find out in two weeks when we see fatalities. Because what we know so far is that the vast majority of people that are getting it now are people under the age of 50. And that this sample size of people that are going to be impacted by this virus are likely going to have healthy recoveries. So I think that that number is going to be a division, divisible problem that is lesser than per capita than the March, the May 25th number. We're going to be fine is what I'm saying. Still wash your hands. Still listen to my my The Mask podcast that I did last week. And just exercise some due diligence. For me, the biggest issue right now is that I have a lot of loved ones and family and friends that are struggling right now. And they don't know why, but, I, but they should know why. And it's because of this damn pandemic. You are outside of a routine. We are creatures of habit. We are creatures of routine. And right now, you are being subjected to a form of incarceration. And it is up to you to develop a routine and being self-aware of knowing of your, your mental state. And be prepared for that. Not every day for me is amazing. Some days I'm gassier than others. I've noticed that the days where the barometer is higher, I'm a little bit crankier. I notice when I'm sweating more, I'm a little bit crankier. My wife notices when I'm hungry that I get a little bit crankier. And I also notice that when I can't go into a Target or Walmart or a grocery store chain and I have to have a mask and I forget it, I get cranky. But this is all because of of an environment that is fairly new to us. Humans are great at adapting to our surroundings. 
but everybody says that this is the new normal. The new normal is the next 24 months, folks. This is what our reality is. And if we drive this home with math, really what we're looking at is this time next year, a herd immunity of about 50% of the population. So roughly 16570 million people will have developed a herd immunity to COVID. And the other half will have access to a vaccine. It's still going to be a maturation process of developing new strains of COVID-19 vaccines. But for the most part, this is going to be in check. And you have to be self-aware that right now in this state... You might be mentally hungry for some social contact or the touch or the hug of a family member you haven't seen in months. But this is all temporary and we have to start acting like adults. So with that, I want you guys to have a pleasant evening. I'm going to post this right now because it is now. I have... um, some exciting material I'm working on right now that I'm hoping to have done. It's going to be a little bit lighter. It's going to be a little bit funnier. Um, And it'll probably be released on Friday. And it's not going to be released in a live format. It's probably going to be released over the next four or five days because I'm doing short segments. Um, Math. Science. Logic. A little bit of common sense. We're somewhere between... The not giving a shit camp and the over giving a shit camp with the media. And we need to be aware that you need to live somewhere in the middle and quit relying on the media for all of your information. Go out and just do a little bit of research. Go to Google, look up COVID-19 numbers, go to daily changes, go to new cases Put in the United States, you're going to see the graph. 2.64 million people confirmed have it. 40,691 new cases. 811,000 people have recovered of that 2.64 million. 128,000 deaths. Okay. Where is the other million in in five at? Where is the other 1.5 million? Don't tell me they have COVID asshole. Even with these graphs, they don't do the math properly. Don't trust everything, but try to derive with some common sense with the data they give you. As an analyst, that's what I pride myself in. Sample sizes versus the actual sample size. Give yourself two weeks, family and friends that are being hit hard with COVID, and then we'll have another podcast and we'll talk a little bit more about the math then. But right now, what the media is driving home is not a healthy recipe for mental health. And I want everybody to know that if you are suffering from any kind of mental health, to speak to somebody about it. Be candid. Be direct. Know that it is finite and temporary and that life is full of highs and lows. And if you lived a life at a five your entire life, you would be boring as shit. 
It is better to live at a two and a nine and not know what's coming than live at a five and know where your next meal is coming from. Because I'll tell you what, this ain't the Matrix, fools. Shit's meant to be unpredictable. It's supposed to challenge you. It's supposed to challenge me. I have good and bad days just like everybody else. With that said, I hope you guys have a great night. I know I've said that like a dozen times. But uh, this is Ryan's rant on COVID. Good night.